This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. He's a principal at a school in New Jersey, Westside High in Newark. There was a lot of bullying going on because several kids would come to school, clothes were dirty. And this is an age-old problem, actually. I have a friend that was talking about this very thing 30 years ago, coming to school with dirty clothes because they didn't have a washing machine and they were poor, and having to wash clothes out in the sink. But imagine being homeless and not having a place to do it. And then you have to come to school and learn. And kids are cruel because they are raised by cruel people. And they are raised to not understand and have compassion for folks that are going through something. Instead, they pile on. And that's what happened at Westside High. But it happens all over the country. But instead of like, oh, I don't know what's happening, having counseling, figuring some stuff out, having a meeting, calling together all of these things, this principal decided to do something. He got a grant, put a washing laundry a facility at the school and now kids are just coming to school clean smelling good they got donations coming through the roof let me welcome to the show the principal at west side high mr akbar cook welcome to the karen hunter show brother thank welcome you. thank you thank you everyone for having me this is a, this is a surreal feeling i love it no nah, but let me tell you first of all there aren't enough black men teachers there are not enough black men principals and not enough black men in the community for kids to model um, you show up a certain way and often say for kids, they need to see there's a different vibration and energy for girls and boys yes. to have this in, in a school as an authority. I, I absolutely love it. So tell me your journey to get here. First of all. Wow. So humble beginnings, uh, single parent home. Um, a lot of my grandmother and my aunts, they all, they raised us, me and my cousins and my little sister, they raised us to be these, uh, these caring people. So I think it's in the DNA. My grandmother always was a foster parent to to the disadvantaged uh, kids in the area, and uh, we we took them in and they became uh, they adopted them and they are cousins now. So it just I want to say from a from from a small child I I saw that was in my DNA. I ended up going to school for basketball and uh, on a scholarship, and uh, there I realized that I wasn't the math guy that I thought I was. So I had to change. <laughs> I had to change my. Uh, Wait, so pause for a second. We're okay. in March Madness. Shout out <laughs> yes. to. Uh, Duke lost last night. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm a, a Kentucky fan, so we lost yesterday too. Kentucky so. lost. North Carolina's out, so yes, we no have no blue bloods are left. No blue bloods. Well, all gone. I mean, you know, basketball has it, this is a, a a new era because people don't stay in school but a year, if that. Yes. And so you don't have dynasties anymore. So no. this is like you just gotta be a better coach. This is where coaching comes in, right? Yes, so you ma'am. have was it Michigan State? It's Michigan State, uh, Texas Tech. Auburn. Uh, Auburn and Virginia. And Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's the final four next week. Yes. So you went to what school? I went to Florida Atlantic University. It's in Boca Raton, beautiful Boca Raton, Florida. Went down there, uh, studying education. I came back home. I had a son while I was in school, so I knew I was coming back for him. So I came back to Newark, and I uh, started teaching. And I want to say the first time I got hired. Wait, so why teaching, though, Akbar? Uh, my, my aunts, my, my aunts were uh, teachers and I just wanted to, and, and at an early age, I was a camp counselor. Now at that time I knew I could lead some young people. So when I first, I'm not going to lie, when I first got back, I got hired because I was this big black guy and they wanted me to be this drill sergeant, but that's not who I was. So I want to say the first couple of years I struggled because they wanted me to be something I wasn't. And I was, I let so them you come in and put down the law, yeah, lay down uh, the authority, push the kids in the chest. Yeah. That, that, that wasn't me, man. I just, I wanted to hug on them and love them up and you know, the good way. Right. <laughs> but, uh, and it's and, a shame uh, that you have to qualify. Cause I knew immediately you ain't mean in yeah, another but way, but we, we, it, we yeah, got, we, we're in these strange yes, times. All we right. we got to say it. So yeah. it took me a while to find 
find myself. But once I found myself, I caught my stride, and and then I uh, went back to school. I had this administrator that was terrible, and I wanted to show him that I I, I could do it as well. So I went back to school, got my master's, and uh, I just waited. And I want to say, Karen, I, I, uh, my aunt, at the time, one of my aunts, her name was uh, Diane. She was like, Ah, you doing this amazing thing with the class? You should be an administrator. And I'm like, Aunt, you know what? I'm, I'm good. And she kept pushing me. And she kept sending me like postings of being a vice principal. And uh, I was like, Nah, I'm good. And and I want to say she retired. And right after that, she got diagnosed with stage four uh, lung cancer. And my aunt passed away, Karen. And uh, it kind of sent chills through my spine because she wanted it more than I wanted it. And I want to say about a month after she passed, I got a job as a vice principal. It was like she was looking down on me. And I think ever since that, I just realized, like, carpe diem, I'm going to seize the moment. I'm never going to, you know, slack up. I want my family to smell the roses while they're here. So I've just been going as hard as I can. And that's what some of the things that you've been seeing now coming out of Newark is just is I refuse to let up now. The, the impetus for the laundromat, because I was like, not only is that genius, the level of compassion to understand nobody wants to be smelly if they have a choice. Nobody wants to be dirty if they have a choice. And I think, you know, we're in such a um, make fun of society. We were just listening to somebody call up to say on Twitter or on social media, they're, they're even making crude comments about Nipsey Hussle, which yes. doesn't make any sense to me. His family's grief. I mean, you know, like, w yes, what is that impetus? But this is the space we have a president that makes fun of people, yes. calling people pencil neck and all this stuff. Yes. So that's part of our culture unfortunately yes. right yes. so so that a kid has to come to school because it's law but has to come to school and be humiliated on a daily basis for something that they, they can't control because they don't have control over their own economy to wash their clothes what was what was that process walk me through that so early in the show you talked about how we used to just go in the sink and wash it out so just imagine some of my babies didn't even have soap regular soap to wash out their stuff to hang it up to dry. So that just shows you where, where they're coming from. So my kids weren't coming to school. That's the big thing. So I know you said it's the law, but 85% of my kids were staying home three to five days a month. And after we started doing a deeper dive and unpacking it further, we realized that the parents didn't have it. The kids were being bullied. It just was a whole nother thing that started happening was fights because of it. So it was like, wow, what do we do? And I just, like you said, I can't sit back and just say, oh, oh, waiting on Superman. I had to be Superman for them. So I said, what's the easiest thing to do? Let's let's get some washes and dryers and let's wash the clothes. So at the time I was sitting in a, uh, like a, a meeting at, with my alumni and some other folks in PSENG, who was a local energy company over there. They sat at the table. They in said, Newark. In Newark, yes. So they said, Cook, we got it. They said, we're going to give you $20,000. When I got that check, Karen, I thought I did it. I thought I was the man. I got my check for 20000 <laughs> I came running back to my school district and I said, I got 20000 let's do it. They said, uh, we got to call in some architects and stuff. And by the time they finished, you know, tallying everything up, it was $300,000. So what, say what now? It cost you look, it. I could go to the Sears outlet, <laughs> yes. get five washes and dryers. That's it. We throw these jokers up. So That's bureaucracy. It. Yes. It, it, it pushed it, it back. So it kills stalled. everything. It stalled it out. And, 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 and while that was happening. Why did you need architects to convert a locker room it into wasn't a locker room. It, it was a class at the time, but that's even more... It was a class at the time, so it was even more like this. This give me some way to vent out. As long as we right. vent out, we're fine. But like you said, the bureaucracy came in and it stalled. So somebody got to get their 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 palms greased. Oh I yeah, guess. you guys pay the unions. You want these guys to get over. I, I get it. But meanwhile, the babies were going without. So at the time, I had a school store. So I went into the school store. I'm just giving stuff away. Terrible business model. Just gave everything away. But how can I sit on merchandise to say Westside High School and I had a baby that was that was staying home because they were dirty? So we did that. But that was just a Band-Aid. And then the story is I had a student who came in 
and uh, it was a young lady. And we checked the babies when they come through. We got metal detectors and stuff. So we w- was checking our stuff, and she just put up this big fight. It was a big old scuffle. And we uh, didn't know what was going on. So then the police had to come because she wouldn't stop. And when the police came to me, they said, Cook, she had a bag full of dirty clothes, and she didn't want nobody to know she was homeless. So she was out there fighting for her pride. And here I am supposed to be her protector. I had no idea. I'm looking at the, the outer, because her makeup was slayed, Karen. I'm talking about eyebrows. She was fierce. Because that's but, usually the... Can, can we just pause for a second? We're talking with Akbar Cook. He's the principal of Westside High School in New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey. There are a lot of people in our lives, and you may be this person, where the outside is flawless. But everything inside is a jumbled mess. Yes, ma'am. And we wear these masks, a lot of us, to hide all the hurt that's going on inside so we're perfect. I often say, I say this, anybody that is cleaner than the Board of Health, their house probably looks the exact opposite. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. So concerned about your outward appearance that other stuff is not, and there's nothing she could have done about it, but she, you couldn't tell because the makeup, yes. the, everything was perfect. Everything was perfect. Wow. And, and that, so when that wow. happened, Karen, I couldn't wait any longer. I said, bump this, thing, and I went back to them, and they said, Cook, if you can find me a place, we'll do it. So I just happened to venture out into the locker room, and they had a combo washer and dryer. So I said, you know what? It's already venting out. Bam, I got it. Put it in. Thought everything was fine. Like, yes, here we go. Oh, who paying the water bill? Oh, the plumbing. So it stalled some more. So it's just like, I mean, I don't want to say the whole long story, but eventually we got it going. And Karen, since we've been doing that, I'm talking about five, six days a week, laundry, nonstop, kids coming in. And I thought they was going to be scared. I thought it was going to take some of the bravest students to come in at first because, like you said, it's a cruel culture. It is. But... Man, them babies are coming in. They washing. At first, they didn't know what they were doing. They right. were, they well, of course. Were, they right. Which doing, is good. So this they is doing also. Some stuff. Yeah, it's a life also, skill. Yeah, because yes. this is not a, a skill that is generally taught in school, how no. to wash. So kids go off to college sometimes not knowing uh, to co- uh, separate the colors and the whites, yes. when to, how much bleach to use, if to oh, use, yes. you know, hot water or cold water. What yes. you know. So do you put them in bags? Like, what's the process? Are they in? So you come in in the morning, okay. so so it, it's, it's all day long now. So I initially thought it was going to be before school and then after school. But if you come in, Karen, you say you got a, a, a interview after school. So I open up, I open up and let you go in there. I don't, I don't hover over you. We just make sure you know what you're doing first, and then the kids go. So in is there a tutorial? It had to be a tutorial right. first. So you first who, who the, taught, all the newcomers. Who taught the kids how to wash the clothes? <laughs> so, so I had uh, I had some staff members that that uh, volunteered, and because because you the prerequisite for using the washing drives, I got to teach you some science, technology, engineering, math, some STEM. So you're just not washing the load and you going chilling. No, so you got to sit down and we teaching you a biology class or some STEM. So that teacher that's doing that is also helping the kids with the life lessons in the back. That's fire. Hey, yeah, because things have to be relatable. Yes, for it to stick. Yes, yes, ma'am. Why do you know this? And what can we? I'm gonna scratch you. I always, always threat to, threaten to scratch people so I can clone them because right. we need more Akbar cooks in the world for yes, sure. Um, but, but so, so the process is: kids come in. Do they have to? They report to the office and they say, I need "No." To- so it's it's about five or six of us adults that I I gave keys to to the laundry facility, so they know now who fine, are the fine, fine. Mr. Cook and Mr. Cook will take you over to there and put your load in. If it's during school time, I'll let you put the load in and then maybe during your lunch you come and put it in the dryer. But after school from 3 to about 7 is all is all the whole time. It's five commercial wash and five commercial dryers. So after school we open and we open up on Saturdays. And Friday night we there to 11. So kids serious? can watch. Yeah, we, we do the lights on program. That's something else that we do. And the what kids is the lights on program? So lights on. Lights on, Uh, I got the name, derived the name from uh, all the lights are 
every school in America, all the lights stay on. They just don't cut off. I don't know who pays the lights bill, but the lights are on. So I said, <laughs> waste, <laughs> right? So the lights are on. Let's put some loving people in there and give the kids some recreational activities so they can just be, you know, kids during those hours where crime was most prevalent, which in my town was 6 to 11 p.m. So that's they what my- nothing to do. They was just stealing cars. They was just getting into all type of trouble. So we opened up my building. So right now, West Side from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. during the school year is on Fridays, but in the summers is Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We open it up from 6 to 11. And from 2.30 to 6, we give them fresh produce and we feed them as well. So families want to come in and get some fresh produce. We feed them and then from 6 to 11, Who's they can do that. funding this? Listen, Brother Akbar, who is- Man, I'm all over the place, but uh, my alumni's done an amazing job. But Table to Table, that's a, I don't know the company, but they provide the, those uh, the, so the donations. fresh produce. Yeah, so donations. And and uh, it's, it's, been, it's been going well. I mean, as far as lights on, we give the ladies henna. We have makeup. We have a recording studio. I have a video game room. What? I have, uh, we feed them. Because you know video games now, kids can go get scholarships. Yes, yes. I see. They can get the bag too, Karen. They can get that money. What? Yes, playing Fortnite, yes. you can get some money. Yes, on yes. Twitch or whatever that is. <laughs> yes. I tried. I got a, I got vertigo <laughs> trying to mess around. That's a young people's th- uh, thing. Let me just say that. I want you to stick around. And folks, 866-801-8255, if you have comments or questions for Brother Akbar, if you are... Th- in a space where you're a principal or trying to be a principal, I think it's important. Like, I'm, I talk about systems. Is this scalable, what you're doing? Or is this unique and germane just to you? Because if it's just you, if you're not doing it, who's going to do it, Brother Akbar? We need to talk about how this becomes a system, not just one man doing some great things. Yes, ma'am. Because black men are dope. He's got a wonderful... I put... Um, actually, I did a little video before he before we went on the air because he's got this sweatshirt. Is this also sold in the West Side High? Yes, um, you can you okay. can get it. It's not my it's not my line. It's a good friend of mine, Alpha Quan Hardy. But yes, it just definitely can get it at the West Side School Store. I love that. Yes. I love it. And we need to support. Is there a way that we can support? West Side... Uh, friendsofwestside.org. Friendsofwestside.org. Oh. 